Hello, I'm Mario Tonaguzzi, Managing Editor of Canada's Podcast, taking care of business today with Corinne Polman, who is Executive Vice President of Advocacy for the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Thanks for joining us today, Corinne. Thanks for having me. Well, we're going to talk about some of the big challenges that small businesses uh, continue to face in this country. First and foremost, we have a looming deadline, repayment deadline for the Canada Emergency Business Account. Can you tell us a little bit about that, uh, Corinne? What's the deadline? Uh, what's the uh, the significance of this? Sure. So Canada Emergency Business Account, or CBA, as we all like to call it, uh, was first introduced back during the early days of COVID. Uh, it was probably one of the first support programs introduced for small businesses. So as you may recall, many of them were forced to close for extended periods of time throughout um, the COVID period to sort of keep people healthy and keep people away from getting sick. It wasn't something that they wanted to do, but it was something they were forced to do. As a result, the government came out with the CBA loan. Uh, it started as a $40,000 loan, of which $10,000 could be forgivable if it was paid back by a certain deadline. COVID went on. They expanded it to 60000 uh, in 2022, uh, of which 20000 would be forgivable if they would pay it back now uh, at, by a certain deadline. Now, that deadline is fast approaching. So originally it was the end of 22. It got extended to the end of 2023. About three months ago, the government said, okay, we'll give you till January 18th, the whole three weeks more than the original deadline. Uh, the point of that deadline though, is that if you pay it back by January 18th, you get to keep the forgivable portion. If you're not able to pay it back, then you have to forego the forgivable portion and you're gonna have to pay back the entire thing. So that's why it's such an important deadline because for many small businesses, that extra $20,000, if they took a $60,000 loan, to be able to keep that and not have to pay it back is kind of a big deal, especially when you're dealing with debt loads of up to, on average, about $100,000. Uh, that are still there from COVID days. So it's it's a big deal for many of them, and many of them are scrambling to try to find that money to pay it back by January 18th. Do you have any idea of how many businesses took out a CBA loan? Yeah, the number is astronomical, actually. Almost 900,000 businesses took wow. out a CBA loan. So when you think that there's maybe a little over a million, million, 1.1, 1.2 million businesses with employees in Canada, it's almost all of them that actually took the loan. Um, and for a large majority of them, it was super important and it was very critical during a, a difficult time. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, for many of these businesses, is this the straw that will break the camel's back, so to speak? Well, it might be. Um, the fact is, we know that we just asked just prior to the holidays, we did ask our members about, are they going to be able to pay it back? Uh, and about 20 to 25% told us they're not going to be able to pay it back. So that is about one in five, one in four and one in five. Uh, and they're figure, they're going to have to try to figure out what they're going to do. And even if the group that is going to be able to pay it back, many of them are going to struggle to do so. They're just sort of pulling anything they can together at the last minute to sort of do that. Or they're taking out a loan at a much higher interest rate to pay it back. So many of them are taking loans with interest rates of 10, 12, 15 percent to keep that forgivable portion. But now they have to sort of pay a loan at a much higher interest rate uh, for the rest of the amount. So there's lots of different scenarios happening right now. Um, and we are worried that there's going to be a proportion of those that can't pay it and those even that maybe are able to pay but are scrambling to do that that may find themselves in a kind of precarious situation in the next few months. Okay, so we have a couple of weeks here to go. Uh, is there any hope that there will be an, another extension of this deadline? <sighs> well, 
<laughs> we continue to push hard yeah. um, for the government to do something. But having said that, um, we are more and more of the opinion that there is probably not going to be an extension. So we're really uh, encouraging everyone to make plans. Don't wait. Don't sort of think that maybe you'll have an extension at the very last minute. You never know. Things can happen. But we're more of the opinion it's probably not going to at this point and that everybody should make preparations to sort of do what they can to try and pay it back by January 18th. Okay, so if that isn't enough of a burden on small businesses, we have some more stuff going on as uh, as we launched into 2024. A couple of uh, hikes in contributions for payrolls. Let's talk about each one. First of all, Canada Pension, uh, first of all, contributions. What's happening there for employers? Well, it's unfortunately a little complicated. Um, we've had for the last five years, we've had increases in the CPP premium rates, uh, you know, just increases every year as we've gone from, um, I think it was 4.95 to 5.95% uh, each employer employee pays. But this year they're adding a second tier. So they're calling it CPP2. So there's always a maximum amount at which point you stop paying CPP. I believe it's somewhere in the vicinity of sixty-five dollars to $70,000. Once you reach that point in salary, you'd stop paying CPP. The government is now adding a second tier for those sort of higher income earners, though they're not really high income earners, from say that from say 68 to 75000 And they're going to do another, they're going to add to that tier again next year. That group uh, this year is being introduced for the first time. And you have to pay as an employer and an employee another 4% during, for that amount between the top of the previous tier and the next second tier. Um, and so it's a bit complicated. And I know a lot of people have questions of what this actually means. And so we're doing our best to try to get the information out to our members. But that has come into effect as of January 1st, 2024. And also uh, employment insurance. Uh contributions. Mm -hmm. What's happening there for uh, business owners? So we had hoped that this wouldn't be going up again, because in the last budget, it seemed to indicate it wouldn't, but we were wrong. Um, the government decided to increase the, uh, the EI contributions for both employees and employers. Once again, it's not a massive increase, but it is an increase nonetheless. So it does take a hit on everybody's paycheck and employers who pay 1.4 times what employees pay also have a more of a payroll to have to, to, to sort of come up with for employees starting on January 1st. Now, on top of all that, uh, we have another tax uh, in coming into play uh, this spring, I think it is, but that's going to impact business owners is a carbon tax, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the carbon tax has been around now for about five years as well, coming up to, I think, its fifth year. But the increase we're going to see in April 1st uh, is actually quite significant. It's going from $65 a ton to $80 a ton. So it's a pretty big jump. We've had more $10 increments up till now. Um, and so that's going to also have an impact on your energy costs. Uh, the reason this is an important one for us is because for a lot of small business owners, they don't get rebates back. So if you're in the one of the, uh, I guess, eight affected provinces and two territories, uh, if you're a homeowner, you get a bit of a rebate check from the government at the end of the year. But as a small business owner who also pays into it, you get nothing, right? So there is a real unfairness to that system that we think needs to be addressed. And it's only going to get more unfair as those rates continue to go up. So it's another one that's going to hit us in April 1st. Okay, let's uh, we put all that together, <laughs> and uh, and you wonder you got to be scratching your noggin, wondering how do businesses survive at these times? 
Well, it, it, exactly. And we're seeing it in the numbers. When you look at Stats Canada, the business bankruptcies have gone up uh, quite significantly since last year. Uh, we also know that most businesses don't go bankrupt. They just close their doors and walk away. Yeah. Uh, we've seen over the years, fewer and fewer businesses being created. Um, Canada used to be like, we would have net growth in businesses every year. We still, it's becoming narrower and narrower. We're really not producing as many as we once did. So it is all a bit scary because we're a very, we're an economy that's really reliant on small businesses compared to most other economies. And if they start to um, go away, that has implications for all of us in Canada. All right. Wonderful. Thanks, uh, Corinne, for joining us today. Thank you. All right. That was Corinne Pullman, who is Executive Vice President of Advocacy for the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. I'm Mario Taniguzzi, Managing Editor of Canada's podcast, Taking Care of Business Today. Thanks for joining us.